ever feel like you're losing your battle with mental health? I do too. My name is Lou. Let's take on this world together. The world of mental health, that is. This week, we're going to be talking about emotions. Bottling them up, letting them out, and more. Tune in. baby they would always call me when my emotions got the better of me. When I was about 14, I watched the movie Click with my family. There was one scene that really struck me and I couldn't hold back. I was sobbing. My family laughed at me, which wasn't intentionally harsh, but it was more impactful than they meant it for it to be. Whether or not I understood them at the time, my emotions would come out one way or another. When it got to the point that I could cry uncontrollably, I knew that was a red flag, something bigger was going on inside of me. That red flag doesn't necessarily mean something bad, just heightening my senses to things going on internally that I may not be conscious of, such as needing a good cry to be able to relieve anger, stress, or pain that I carried on my shoulders most of the time. Sometimes our emotions are not well received by those around us, and that can cause us to bottle up our emotions because we are afraid of vulnerability, me included. As humans, we are the only species that cries emotional tears. Bottling up emotions provides us false sense of emotional safety. Even though we feel like we are a burden, we aren't. At least, not to those who matter. It sounds cliche, but those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter. I can promise you that. We all battle with our emotions that we can't control or that we are ashamed of showing others. According to Very Well Mind, here are some signs that you are bottling up your emotions. 1. You're not getting what you want out of time spent with others. 2. You often experience somatic symptoms such as an upset stomach or digestive issues, headaches, racing heart, and tension. Number 3. And you experience growing anger and frustration with the world and others. And number four, you develop feelings of resentment towards others. Emotions can be complicated. Sometimes we can't even begin to explain how we feel or communicate our needs in the moment. Ensuring that we express our emotions and regulate them is important for your mental health and your relationships you have with others. It can stop you from lashing out and reacting defensively to a simple hello. We tend to get caught in a web of our emotions that we can't quite unravel. It's a sticky, uncomfortable mess to deal with. It can also be a hassle to deal with so many emotions going on at one time. When expressing emotions begins feeling like something of a chore, it can make us defensive, angry, or depressed. On the other hand, when you know how to express your emotions in a healthy way, it can make effective communication significantly less daunting. Perhaps start by using some of these sentences by VeryWellMind.com as examples for effective communication. I felt really loved when you cooked dinner the other night. I'm hoping you can help me out on Saturday with the project. I want to make sure you understand where I'm coming from. I feel happy when we do things like this together. Once you get the hang of those, you can move into neutral or negative ones like these. Sometimes I feel like you don't hear me. 
I'm really disappointed that you're not going to help me on Saturday. I felt sad when you forgot about this. I'm frustrated that I need to bring this topic up again. The way we word things obviously makes a big impact on our conversations. It is all too easy to speak in the heat of the moment, which can escalate situations. I've noticed it is vital for me to pay attention to how my feelings are building and how I react to potential triggers. Think back on your last conversation that went wrong. How can you dissect that conversation? Can you figure out exactly where things started, started getting to a boiling point? What could have gone differently from both ends that would have de-escalated the situation? Often when talking about emotions, there is miscommunication. Psychology Today posted a good article on how to express feelings and how not to. Again and again, it is easy to notice that misunderstanding and miscommunication comes from defensiveness. This usually happens when we aren't careful with our words and push responsibility for our emotions and others, saying you make me feel angry will immediately put a person on defense. As soon as that happens, they are no longer listening to you. Many therapists recommend not using the word you in the beginning of these type of sentences. The suggested sentence structure is typically I feel blank when blank, I, such as I feel angry when my feelings are ignored. This way, the sentence stays more neutral and the person you are talking to doesn't feel immediate blame. There are going to be times when someone in your support system may not be able to support you in that exact moment. This does not say anything about you, they just may not be able to handle it at that time, and that is okay. Give yourself the same amount of grace as those around you, because you deserve the same amount of care. Just because someone you know is having a rough week, doesn't invalidate the struggles you're going through. Comparing your success and hardships to others can cause you, cause you harm, because we expect to get right to point Z, the solution. However, we have to experience points A, B, and C, and so on first. You might not be the one pointing out and comparing yourself to others. Sometimes the people in your life may be the ones pointing fingers. If the person you are trying to lean on for support seems like they simply can't or won't try to understand you, there comes a point when you have to walk away. This also says nothing at all about you and who you are as a person. It is not an excuse, but without a doubt, there is more than likely background that explains why this person may be the way they are. Such as many, not all, but many men view emotions and vulnerability as weakness, so they likely don't have many, if any, positive experiences with high emotional situations, which is unfortunate. Hopefully as a society, we start allowing people to express and experience emotions without shame or guilt. For now, understanding these backgrounds gives a small explanation as disappointing as it may be. For now, these backgrounds gives a small explanation as disappointing as it may be. It can be frustrating, heartbreaking even, but you cannot change those who are unwilling to change. It is not your job to change others, they are not within your control. The most you can do is be as in control of yourself as possible. We have to understand that emotions themselves are not the enemy. Experiencing all of your emotions gives you better insight and allows the good times to feel 10 times better. I'm learning that I have to stop looking at emotions as black and white, good and bad. There is a gray area. The more often I am able to accept the gray area, the more I can harness my emotions as tools in my belt. All we can do in this life is try to understand ourselves a little bit better each and every day. Unfortunately, that doesn't come all at once. And we will never be done learning. This week I challenge you to be a little kinder to yourself. 
Keep track of your emotions in a journal or your notes. Either is fine. Notice patterns that may lead to lashing out, withdrawing from people, but also notice patterns of joy and satisfaction. In this week's exercise, we are going to do a circle of control. Like we said, those who matter don't mind, and those who mind don't matter. Regardless, it can be tempting to try and control everything, but we have to be aware that we cannot control everything. On a sheet of paper, draw a circle big enough to write inside of. Within that circle, I want you to write out the things that you have control over. Really, truly, actually have control over. Yourself, your reactions, your environment, etc. Now on the outside of the circle, write out all the things you do not have control over. Be brutally honest with yourself. This week, I want you to focus on the things within your circle of control and try your hardest to let go of things outside of it. I will practice with you this week as we try to take on the world. Thank you so much for listening. Follow and connect with me on TikTok and Instagram at NoOLuisa. That's N-O-O-L-U-I-S-A and Twitter L-U-T-O-T-W. Thank you. Bye.